You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Alright, Zach. Are you ready to just beat him over the head with some American information. I know that's what I would want if I were listening, so right? yes. It's what the people are coming for at this point, is what I'm telling myself. Um, no, so we've been doing a little election suite, if you will. Um, just kind of focusing on American politics, um, just things that we've all heard of, but perhaps we don't necessarily know exactly what they are. Um, but that we should know about because it's our country and it's important to be informed. So this week, uh, we're staying with the theme, but a little diversion Okay. in that I would like you to teach us about democracy. Oh, okay. So, just, all right. A, a bit larger of a picture than just American politics. Yes. And I would imagine, okay. yeah, definitely, because democracy didn't start in American politics. Um, so I'd imagine that we will be traveling back to ancient Greece and mm. I don't even know, maybe some other places too. Um, but yeah, where did where did democracy start? What does it really mean to be a democracy? Um, things like that. Okay. Right? Yeah. Makes sense? Uh, yeah. Okay. So just like where democracy started, what it really means. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because okay. we throw that word around a lot, right? True, yeah. I don't know what that, I don't know exactly what a democracy right? is. I think I know. Yeah, I think a lot of us, slash maybe most of us think we know, and maybe some of us do know, but um, but it's just good to know. I mean, a lot of us, I think, have this idea of a democracy means a free nation or something like that. But like, what does that mean? So let's dig into it. Let's find out. Okay. And maybe we can eat some, uh, I don't know, Spanakopita on the way? What do oh, Greek people eat? I wish we would. <laughs> okay. I'll look for some on our journey. Okay. All right. All right. Can we, can we start by getting in our way back machine? <laughs> that's, that's two on the note. You're going to get us sued. I know. Two on the nose. I wish we would get sued. That would mean a lot of people were listening. For uh, those of you who don't know, the Wayback Machine is an often referenced uh, device in the podcast Stuff You Should Know, which is not to get us sued, but basically exactly <laughs> what we're doing yeah, here. Yeah, we just put a little twist on it, but they just teach you something every episode, and we love that show. We've been listening to it for years, and yeah, whenever they go far back in time, they'll reference getting in the Wayback Machine and making some kind of fun Which, of course, is from Peab Peabody and Sherman? Is that what it's from? I don't know Peabody or Sherman, so I wouldn't know. The Wayback Machine is not their creation. Hmm. Let's get in Stewie's time machine from Family Guy. Okay, deal. Wait, but first... Now they'll sue us. So many lawsuits. It's great. Let's hang out in Stewie's bedroom for a minute. Okay. And just get ourselves acquainted with what a democracy is. Good idea. What is the definition? Democracy is a form of government where people get to choose the leaders. Oh. Simple enough, right? That is nice and simple. Is the show over? Basically. Great. I wish it were. Uh, <laughs> now... In a representative democracy, which is what we are here in America, 
the people get to choose the leaders, who we call politicians, mm. and then they get to create and vote on new laws. Oh, see, this is what I was trying to say in the Electoral College episode, and I was afraid I was messing it all up, but I don't think I was. That's it, right? Like, a representative democracy is different than a direct democracy in exactly the way you just said. Sure. However, I would not use my words to validate your research. I liked I'll your words. That. Your words uh, were great. Most were uh, most in the world. Mm-hmm. Most democracies on earth are representative democracies, like we know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also called indirect democracies. Mm. Um, but then I think when it comes to a mayoral election or voting on propositions and things like that, we do act as a direct democracy, mm-hmm. meaning that each eligible person gets to vote in those, and then those votes are simply counted, deciding the winner of the election or a yes on Prop 14, whatever it yeah. is. Um, that makes those sense. votes don't go to a, a higher group who then votes on them on our behalf, right. like the Electoral College. Yeah, that is just the Electoral College. 100,000 people voted, 60,000 wanted him as president or is not president mayor mayor Mm -hmm. um and that's how it works yeah um but for a lot of other things like laws and all i mean obviously government makes so many decisions on a daily basis um we do rely on our representatives because it's just a little bit too complicated or too time consuming like we have jobs yeah we don't get to vote on laws right they get to make laws laws. and they get to vote on laws amongst themselves Mm -hmm. But we voted them into that job. So supposedly they're rep- they're doing what we would want them to do. Yeah. Supposedly. They're representing us in yeah. a representative democracy. Um, <laughs> exactly. So not only do the people get to, to decide who leads them, but a really major point of a democracy is that people have the power to change leaders without a violent uprising or a revolution. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, this is generally thought of as a good trait. Yeah. Uh, And that is what we know today, in America at least, as the peaceful transfer of power. I love it. So as long as that is upheld, there is no need for a violent uprising to change leaders because we trust that the process will change its leader or change leaders after a term limit is met in in the the jobs that we do have term limits. Right. That's so crazy because... I've never really thought about it because I just take for granted that I live in a democracy and I always have. But I guess if you think about it, unless you have a monarchy, I suppose, where the that one family is in charge and that's that. Well, a monarchy, I guess the problem is they just Slow never down. change. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, oh great. Um, but I, it never occurred to me that, yeah, if you don't have a process of changing your leadership that you trust and that you go through at specified periods how else are you going to change other than a violent uprising yeah that sounds terrible i'm so grateful that we live here and that we will have a peaceful transition of power this year right mm-hmm. um okay so you get it you get what a democracy is you're doing great so far i love it okay now we can get into stewie's time machine mm. and we're going to travel back about 2,400 years. Ooh, feels good. To ancient Greece. Love it. Um, this is where historians point as the birthplace of democracy, 5th century BC, specifically Athens, Greece. Cool. So the word democracy actually comes from the Greek uh, translation or Greek root. Mm-hmm. Uh, demos means people and kratos means rule or power. Oh, I love it. Cute. Very 
Uh, now mm-hmm. here, people would all meet up at um, the park in the middle of town. It was like a playground for kids. Like they had slides and stuff like that. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> um, but you could imagine that. Yes. They and did. they would meet there and then discuss issues that people brought up and vote on new laws just as a, as a group. Um, they obviously had a fairly small group of people that were doing it. I mean, they're not getting five million people together at this park. It well, doesn't it fit. Well, it definitely wasn't five million. So what I just described, I... I don't know for sure, but I take that as like the um, kind of organic mm-hmm. uh, development of what then became their more civilized, or not civilized, but more formal mm-hmm. democracy, um, which was where the citizens, all the citizens did in fact participate. However, it wasn't every citizen who was participating because their definition of citizen was different than ours today. Oh. So. Uh, by definition, women were not citizens, children oh, and slaves were not citizens, Great. non-landowners were not citizens, so they were not invited to the playground. So just a bunch of rich dudes. Uh, well, I don't think they were necessarily rich, but they were definitely they were landowners. How are they going to get land if they weren't rich? I mean, that's just a distinction that I don't think is necessarily I guess they're just valid. richer than the dudes who didn't have land. Maybe they yeah, weren't super that's rich. Fair, but yeah, I don't think they had to be super rich. Well, I'll put it to you this way. Um, the population of ancient Athens mm-hmm. in the 5th century BC is an estimated 140,000. Okay. 40,000 people were classified as citizens. Oh, so wow. it wasn't like the top. It wasn't like there were no. 100 people showing up and they were the only ones who owned anything. It was right. the majority of men. Yeah, majority of men. Yeah. And to be fair, as bummer as these classifications sound now, um, these this was not uncommon. I mean, even the beginning of our country. I, I guess women were maybe citizens, but they couldn't vote or do yeah, anything. Yeah, women are, have definitely always been citizens here. I don't think yeah. we ever... Yeah, yes, that's, yes, yes. That's different. But, um, but, but this was not uncommon to, to classify people in this way. No, A not bummer, at all. A bummer, but not uncommon. Um. Okay, so this is pretty cool. The way it worked was each year they would all meet up. Um, I take it all 40,000 would meet up. Wow. Or at least whoever cared to witness this part. And they would uh, draw 500 names from what must have been a gigantic hat. Uh-huh. And then those 500 people for the next year became the politicians who thought up new laws, and handled all of the government duties. That's so cool. This is what I was telling you. After we discussed this as a topic, Zach and I had an off-mic conversation, and I remembered this from one of my political science classes right. in college, that the true, the only way to have a true democracy is to quote-unquote draw lots or pick a name out of a hat. That's the only way that you really get an unbiased representation. And these guys did it. Yeah, they, they thought it hat. up. Um yeah, like I said, there were 40,000 people participating, so it must have been a huge, massive hat. I don't know where they got it. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is that it was actually required that all eligible citizens participated in the vote because mm-hmm. what would happen is these 500 would go off and come up with new laws and bring them forward, and then and then all of the citizens, again, mm-hmm. by their definition of citizens, right. would vote for them. Mm-hmm. So it was a direct democracy. 
Yeah. It wasn't representative or indirect like ours right, where we vote right, for right. leaders, then they create laws. Mm-hmm. These leaders thought up the laws, but then but they still they came to a vote of voted. citizens. Yeah. Yeah. And that was all good and well until eventually Macedonia defeated Greece. Well, like Sparta. I don't know. Yeah. All the words crap you're went saying on in sound Greece. familiar and uh, we get it. And Macedonia's King Philip became the ruler, thus ending their short but successful run as a democracy, which I think was really short. Like, uh. I'm, I think like less than 100 years. This was a system that they got up and running. Oh, man. What a bummer. Yeah. So then it kind of disappeared from Earth for a little while because Philip Kings was kinging. Jaunt around. And then uh, first notably reappeared in the 1200s when King John uh, signed the Magna Carta in mm-hmm. the United Kingdom or Great Britain or England, I have no idea. Yeah, that's a complicated one. Especially 800 years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what the Magna Carta was, was saying that even King John himself couldn't just do whatever he wanted, and that he had to follow the rules of the country that they had uh, set in the Constitution. Wow. I don't remember. I remember the Magna Carta, but... I when you just say that I don't remember what it was at all, and I'm kind of I thought pleasantly it was a Jay-Z surprised. Album. I had no idea what it was. <laughs> like that's one of those things that I've heard a dozen or so times yeah. in my conscious life, and I have absolutely no idea what it is. And this was 1200. Yeah, that's pretty far back. I'll say. I'm impressed. Go King John. Hopefully, he was a good guy. So there are definitely. Uh, other examples of democratic societies around that time, and likely even before Greece. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these were usually smaller groups, like really small groups, uh, and today they are referred to as tribalism or mm. primitive democracies. And this is groups of only like 50 to 100 people right. to worry about. So it's mm-hmm. a lot, I don't know, a lot easier to imagine that that could happen in these small groups Mm -hmm. naturally without it being some big sweeping thing of like we are founding democracy it's like Mm -hmm. no they just kind of you know are we gonna go east or west let's vote on it like you know that seems kind of natural yeah it makes sense and i guess i'm sure i i know again as we say often on the show your research is limited i'm sure there are scholars out there who would hear you say democracy started in ancient Greece and they would be like, that's a common wrong thought. And like, obviously there's all these tribes in all over the world who have been operating in a democratic fashion. But like you said, I think um, it just takes on a different kind of feel when it's um, a really, really big group of people. Like even what you said, 40,000 people and the society they were governing was um, 150 or something thousand. Um, that that's a decent amount of people to be governing by direct democracy in For that sure. way. It's it feels like a, a slightly different um, thought process than, like you said, just a, a a group of a few hundred or even less yeah. people who naturally would be just making decisions based on the majority vote. But we don't want to discount them, and that's really cool that they're doing that. Yeah, and I was conscious of what you said about some scholar being like, oh, everyone thinks it started in Greece. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I was thinking about that I was re- as I was researching and kind of in the back of my head, like, oh, I'm sure this is, I don't know, a mm-hmm. fallacy of some sort. With This this is a story that we just all tell yeah. every, like, we tell each other. Um, so I was conscious of that, but obviously I didn't have the time to... yeah 
spend all of these minutes trying to figure out the real birthplace of democracy. Mm-hmm. But when I did come across those tidbits that alluded to something prior to Athens, mm-hmm. uh, I figured I would, you know, just try to bring it up. I think you did a great job. Thank you. Um, so there were other early forms, again, before Greece in uh, Mesopotamia and in India before the Greeks really formalized it. Mm-hmm. But you just summed it up well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Magna Carta happens, and then over the next several hundred years, there are faint instances popping up around the world, around Europe mainly. Um, and then in the 1300s, actually, so pretty soon after the Magna Carta, uh, the, I guess the Iroquois Indians um, brought together five separate nations to allow everyone to have a say. Oh, wow. Now, I don't think... Like, this is inching towards democracy, but I don't Mm -hmm. take it as that they really let the people decide as much as they did bring together maybe the leaders of these five nations Mm -hmm. and uh, agree on, like, rules amongst themselves, Mm -hmm. which is still, that's an early form of democracy. Yeah, You know, that wasn't Mm -hmm. happening between between, uh, the, you know, there was no European, European Union. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't anything like that where countries were banding together and agreeing to, to the same set of rules the way that these Native Americans were um, totally separate from everything that was happening in Europe. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. And then in the 1500s, 1600s, 1700s, other countries are establishing governments that were, again, showing traits of democracy but not fully functioning democratic governments. Okay. Um, and then that brings us to right about the founding of the United States of America. Wow. And Thomas Jefferson wrote in the Declaration of Independence mm-hmm. that all men are created equal and that our government r- would run with, quote, the consent of those being governed. Mm. So those words effectively make us a democracy. Right, right, right. The idea that the will of the people is what drives the government. Right. Pretty easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is pretty cool. There's a writer named Joseph Stromberg, and I very quickly read a Smithsonian article that he wrote, and he pointed out that democracy really didn't begin in the U.S. until Washington published his farewell address announcing his retirement. Because mm-hmm. before that, there weren't any agreed-upon term limits. So when he retired, that established the U.S. as a land of peaceful transfers of power. Wow. Okay, so you might be wondering, mm. democracy, great, as opposed to what? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll tell you. Tell me. The two other major forms of government on Earth are oligarchies, which is where power is given to a smaller group of people, mm. typically the educated or the wealthy or the noble. Ooh. And you'll find... Um, You'll find that in places like Russia, China, Iran, North Korea, Venezuela. Uh, And then the other major form is a monarchy. I see you have a look on your face. I'll come back to it because I'm with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other major form is a monarchy, and this is where the power is held by one person, usually with succession being hereditary, meaning that Mm -hmm. it's passed down to the next family member in line. Yeah. Uh, These are your kings and your queens and your emperors and Mm. your shahs. And you'll find that system in the UK, Thailand, Australia, Japan, Canada, Belgium. Now, but most of those places you just named aren't pure monarchies, though. Yeah, and maybe you know more about this than I do because I'm reading this and I was like, it was getting confused because I was like, I'm pretty, I'm not even pretty sure I know Canada 
and I know Australia are democracies. Yeah. And I'm and quite sure England that the UK, yeah, yeah, like they have a mm-hmm. prime minister yes. as well as they have their royal family, but the royal family doesn't actually control the government. Yeah. I've seen Love Actually. They had <laughs> Hugh Grant. Yes, exactly. Um, so I was, I was getting confused by that, but feel free to clarify. I think I kind of know what's I, going on, but if yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, that could be a whole another episode to learn what the division of power is. Um, I I know it's... I, I don't think that the royal family in England is like truly just in name only and has zero power, but I don't know right. what power they do have. I mean, maybe they really don't have any real power and they just can influence policy because people put faith in that i have no idea Or maybe they have all the power and they just peacefully don't flex it (laughs) maybe like maybe tomorrow they could be like boris johnson you're not president anymore and that like in the books is within their power maybe i have absolutely no idea that could be so far off but i don't know but uh and the same goes for the oligarchies because so this skip this is like skipping down to one of the facts that I have at the end, mm-hmm. uh, which is the top twenty five richest countries in the world are democracies. Oh, but like the monarchy list when I read it, some of the countries on there were listed as oligarchies when I was researching it. Some of the countries on the twenty five richest, I'm getting very wordy. Yeah. Some of the countries that appeared on the list of the 25 richest countries in the world, which were all democracies, mm-hmm. also came up under the lists of countries on earth that operate as oligarchies so, when I was researching like that. Like what? Like Iran and mm-hmm. like uh, Russia, I believe, was on that list. Yeah. Uh, there were a few others. So I, I don't know the distinction that's going on there i suggest that you consult your nation's embassy for clarification (laughs) i think um i mean i feel like i'm stepping outside of my real bounds here but um (laughs) i think like okay so russia is a democracy yet um or you said it's mm-hmm. an oligarchy, mm-hmm. or it's maybe a democracy. I feel like it was listed as an oligarchy when I looked up countries that are oligarchies. But then it said it was on this list of the richest countries, and they're like, "Look, it's a democracy." Correct. Um, I think that there um, maybe countries can call themselves things, and uh, and they're kind of that in name only, you know, because like me and model. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got it. Um, because the way they operate. Um, isn't really that thing. And I mean, this is a criticism you can make of the United States as well. But it's any, anyone can call themselves a democracy and say, hey, we're a democracy. Come check us out. Okay. But then if you don't actually operate that way, it's like, well, you're not really a democracy. And but you'll still make that top 25 list to yeah. make a point. Oh, yeah. You'll totally make that list. Okay, fair enough. Um, oh, shoot. That's the, end of my, uh, that's the end of my notes. Okay. That was, pretty, that was great. Do you feel awesome. good about it? Yeah, I do actually. For such a broad topic, that yeah, I, you know, um, I felt a little directionless, but I think I, for thirty minutes, I think I did a pretty good job. I've got some facts for you, but before that, thoughts, questions. I think um, I think it's good to just understand that the basic um, requirements, I suppose, what we're really looking for here is that the will of the people is what governs the government if you will right Mm -hmm. so that's the point we're trying to make here that's what is lacking when you have a king who says this is the rules and do it because i say you got to do it and this is what's lacking when you have a 
totalitarian government where you have a dude who isn't called a king but essentially does the same thing and says this is the rules and you got to do it because I say you have to do it. Like who? Point them out. <laughs> uh, I mean, debate. This is what I was just saying, right? It's it. You get into gray areas because oh, people aren't labeling themselves. Yeah, no as one's such. coming out there being like, "Hey, I'm totalitarian 2020. Let's do it." Okay. He's like going to say that he's just um the great leader or something like that and everyone's like oh this sounds pretty good um like i i'm pretty positive that mussolini didn't run on a platform of fascism i mean maybe he did but i think he just was like these are the rules and this is what i think is good and we're doing this and then after a minute you're like huh i'm pretty sure this is fascism you know like well what that's happened how these there happen. and i actually do know this is that a lot what? of people in italy thought he was saying fashion and they were oh, so they voted for him i see especially yes. in like the major metropolitans mm-hmm. and things. Milan, they're very yeah. very dressy right over there. yeah i know they're very fashionable yeah. so it makes a lot of sense but um yeah you know what i mean like even now i know there are um organizations and i don't know exactly who it is but that rate your level of democracy democracy is not a black and white thing right it's not like oh you're a democracy or you're not um it could be that but there's uh variations within there there's levels of gray where you move toward more democratic and less democratic and Mm. um so as things happen in your country um you will fall or rise on that scale accordingly okay um so so that's interesting to know too that you and and this could happen based on how you're being governed you could have a constitution or some kind of document that lists you and and governs you as as a pure democracy and it looks all good on paper but the way that things are going um if you really weigh it all out you're not actually very democratic just purely because of the way things are happening the will of the people is not very well represented mm. which i know that thing even in america the fact that like we said in the electoral college episode that two of the last three presidents didn't win the popular vote that does not bode well for our democracy score, right? Mm-hmm. If the de- if a democracy means that what the people want go- translates to the government, the fact that people can vote and a majority of people can want something to happen and it doesn't happen, that's going to lower us on the democracy scale, right? right? Makes sense. Got it. So, yeah, but I think it's just good to know. And um, I-, I think it was pretty straightforward, basic information, but I like it. I feel more informed. I'll take straightforward and basic. (laughs) Okay, can I hit you with some facts? This is my favorite part, you know. Okay. Uh, These ones aren't great. Okay. (laughs) You know, I would have been surprised if they were, but Curb your enthusiasm. Okay. Uh, So Washington, uh, like I said, declined to run for a third term, thus setting precedent of a two-term limit for the United States president. That's the best. What a great guy. I agree. Um, we did the top 25 richest countries. Okay, do you want to know the youngest democracy on Earth? Yeah. I think it's called Bhutan. Is that how you say that country? B-H-U-T-A-N? Bhutan? Bhutan? I don't I don't know, but okay. Well, anyway, it's them. Uh, oh, good they, for them. They uh, are the youngest democracy in the world with all levels of government running democratically since 2011. Where are they in the world? I don't. No. <laughs> My guess is Asia. Does it sound Asian? No idea. I, I would guess Africa. Oh. 
It's somewhere between Africa and Asia. I can oh, almost man. guarantee it. We might have to cut this part. All right, cool. Um, the minimum voting age in the United States is 18. Mm-hmm. But if you're 16, feel free to take a road trip and hit the polls in Scotland, Cuba, Brazil, Switzerland, Argentina. Wow. And a few other countries. Dang. So kids out there getting it. Um, they are. They can drink, too. They can do everything. In some of those places, you can literally do anything you want. Wow. Uh Okay, that's about it. Cool. And if this overview of democracy didn't satisfy you, tough. Because <laughs> you try reading the Wikipedia page for democracy, I almost barfed. It's, <laughs> Why? Because it's so long and wordy. and it's. Mm. I'm telling you, go read it. I won't. But I am glad that you did. And we all appreciate your efforts. Because thanks to you, we all now know what democracy is. Thank more than you. we did. 25 minutes ago. I need these words of affirmation. Thank you. It was great, right? We know what's up now. Mm-hmm. And I'm. we're going to proudly exercise our right to vote in our democratic society. And we're going to keep our eyes peeled for efforts to undemocratize it. And we're going to fight against <laughs> them. Right? Yep. That's what we're going to do. First thing. Exactly. Tomorrow. Excited. Yep. <laughs> All right. Great job. That was super fun. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinuteExpertPodcast, that's 30MinuteExpertPodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.